we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military-industrial complex. My name is Laura Magdalene Eisenhower, and I'm the great-granddaughter of Dwight David Eisenhower. He had contact experience with all different types of extraterrestrials. There have been all sorts of projects that came into the American government and infiltrated most of these power centers. We're going to see some unbelievable things unfold. Love and truth to me is an inevitable victory. Hello, everybody. It's Laura Eisenhower. So glad and grateful that you all are a part of Conscious Vitality and this broadcast tonight with my dear friend, Aurora Rising Phoenix. I mean, this woman is so incredible. And uh, we've known each other for quite some time. Knew this stuff was coming, but it's a whole other thing when you're in it. And we're going to gain some clarity um, about topics that are really lighting up for you that you want to bring forth. Uh, we mentioned the whole idea of helping people to avoid the AI and align with, you know, their divine self. And, you know, some of it might seem obvious, but yet they, they miss some of the targets or agendas that can really sneak in <laughs> and grab a person without them fully realizing it. And uh, it's really important to, you know, get this activation, gain this clarity. And you're like whipping out the books. You, you just, you just put out a huge book, uh, which is uh, based in a lot of these sessions that you've done. So maybe yes. let's start there and a little bit about your background and where okay. you are today with it. And then, yeah, some of the sure. questions that have to deal with the here and now. Very good. Thank you, Laura. Once more, it is an honor to be here with you. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me on your beautiful channel. And I am um, excited and ready for, I think, one of the most catalyzing video I've ever, I've ever made. And those of you who have been watching and awakening, um, it's so activating, hard activating, and really going to help us step into sovereignty, the information we have. Those of you who have been watching me through uh, YouTube, Rumble, or uh, I'm also on Vmail, you know that our videos are, um, you can say, intense in a manner where um, it shifts our consciousness consciously and our hearts. So yes, I, like Laura said, I've actually, um, between the combination of courses, sessions, classes, certifications, both that I, uh, that I do, as well as certifications for Akashic, for hip, the Aura Hypnosis, the Raw Reiki, and the retreats and the online workshops that I do, um, we have actually I've worked with about 3,000 people in total. Um, so I am, like, she, like Laura said, the author of Galactic Soul History of the Universe. I'm a galactic historian, which means that not only do I do past life regression for these clients that have come to me throughout the world, throughout the world internationally, alone for over 400 sessions of these, and, and each one of them are at, at least five hours each. So if you think about that, that's a lot. So about last three and a half years, um, I've been logging 
the galactic history of our universe through their journeys, as well as I am also a channel to Rob. It is also the Council of 12 to 13, which I call just the Galactics, and they're the benevolence of the gal Galactics. So this information that we will be sharing today is a combination of both my channeled information as I am a seer and I connect through dream time, meditation, and visions. And then I am also delivering messages from these beautiful souls who have shared their journeys throughout the universe, through all the dimensions, through many dimensions of our universe. Beautiful. So that's a little bit more of a background, but we have a lot to share about. Is, is, that, is that good love? May I begin with sharing more? Yeah, I mean, just jump right into yeah. it. I know you have some very important updates and important yes. information to bring through. We last, I think you and I were one on one. We did the what was it, blue versus red? Or that's right. So this is the continuance to for those of you who watch red versus blue timeline wars, um, archons and AI, and the antidote on Laura Eisenhower's uh, YouTube uh, channel. It had reached, I believe, over fifty-five thousand views and over. 2000 comments um and it had completely made sense of what it is what it was that was going on then and that was actually last year in november so this is a continuance to that sacred knowledge and information so you know really sensitive sensitive disclosure as we talk about alien races and galactic histories what occurred specifically so we want to know how did covid begin how did it begin on earth so we are going to go through that history and how it actually came forth and then also in the universe and other universes. Now, what happened was in the 1940s, there was an, we'll call it an invasion of aliens. What happened was that there was a ship that landed in the most populated area, okay? But before that, let's go into how it was that they were able to land and what they are, um, they're clones. They're artificial intelligent clones. And I'll go into explaining what that means. Um, so before they, they landed, what, what they do is from another dimension, another realm, not from our dimension, they have negative technology. The, the negative technology is beyond what we even understand that is capable here. What they did is that they started working on the leaders of that time and space within the early 1940s to convince them through their sleep, through uh, unconsciously, through, the, through especially when they were sleeping, to unconsciously in some form, but also consciously in another, to allow for them to come forth and then land and then basically make further negative contracts with hum humanity then. So that's how they were able to enter, and they entered in through some of the dark portals that were available to negative aliens, especially back then. We've worked a lot collectively, though, closing a lot of these dark portals. But in that time, in our universe, in, in our specific you know, 3D Earth, there were still negative um, portals and where they specifically came in. They came in this... Um, very big ship, and uh, they actually landed in China. Okay. When they landed in China, I'm going to show you why they landed in China. Here is um, the, the population to China. So here's an example. This is currently, I wasn't able to find one from, from the 40s, 1940s. But if you look at, look at how much of a population there is there 
um, to be able to control so that the rest of the world, you know, could fall in line. Okay. So they went to these. Um, so there it is. So we got China, right? Um, and then we have India and United States. But wow, look at how much more in depth um, as far as population. Wow. Tremendous. Yes. So a very big diabolical plan to target the most populated country. So what they did is that the way that, that they look is actually they look like a lot of people have actually seen them in dreams, but they have like these red eyes and then they have like um, they kind of look like androids. They have technology. They have like um, they're hiding behind masks. That's the way they they look physically. But when they landed, um, they um, it was mostly by uh, it was both in agreement, but also by force who, who the leaders. They started off with China and then they reached out to the rest of the leaders of the world. When they reached out to the rest of the leaders of the world, they gave them, they gave them, it was like um, basically a contract. If they agreed to allow um, their integration to the world, that they would um, give them technology. Okay. So this is where this technology is coming forth from, this advanced technology that's that's happening right now. Wait, now wait, wait. you're talking okay. about the roots of it though. So, yes. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Uh say say that again. I didn't hear you. Oh, you're you're talking about the roots of it that yes. way before the ones that one might find on the internet. Just to clarify, um, this ET technology exchange. Yes, yes, yes. What, what um, year did you say? I'm sorry. About the early 1940s. Okay. So about a decade before your great grandfather right, was right, right. president. Awesome. Right. right. Okay. Um, so, um, what? Remember, they had already worked with them consciously to convince them, and these people were would be more of a negative polarization in service to self versus service to others. So it it was. Um, pretty easy for them to convince these leaders of these countries to allow them to take control in the background. Now, what these AI clones are is those are those AI clones that we see. We see them glitch. We see them. It's kind of like uh, also like a holograph that they have. They look like humans, but they're not. They have technology around them. Uh -huh. so it's like, like newscasters. Yeah, and, and similar. Like, yes, yes. Like, like people in influential positions that these anomalies have showed up. You're talking about yes, and politicians, and you know, um, yeah, you know, some presidents and so on. Um, so, but this is the original race. Okay, so their main goal is they have to find hosts. So once the hosts agree, so. The, the leaders of the world basically became their their hosts. So once they agree, they accepted that. They also became integrated into these um, world leaders. We'll call it bloodlines. That's what they became. They're not really bloodlines. They're just clones. They're just cloning them over and over and over. Their, their technology is so advanced that they can actually um, just clone instantly. Once they agreed for that, what happened was that they were giving all the technology that we don't even know about the way the ones that um, they could go in and, you know, UFO duct you. And now we, we in galactic soul history of the universe, we go into lots of that 
um, so what we're sharing today, it, it's not information, it's extra information that what's in the, it's in the book. So um, they work first within the conscious mind through all the different brainwaves that it alters through. And then they convince them, they convince you that it's okay for them to UFO abduct you while you're sleeping and, and different times. So, you know, there's my labs, there's military, there's also just aliens from other dimensions that are uh, abducting you when you're, when you're sleeping or sometimes, or also actually when you're, you can be awake because they can abduct you in not even a second. So this is some of their technology. I'm trying to explain that they have where they can just go in and then replace consciousness as well and it and infringe on consciousness very strongly so they could just send a wave which we already know about this but they could send a wave through technology and all of a sudden you think a thought is yours but it's not it's theirs okay so once they were able to um, get all the world leaders to agree to this in that time and space it did agree to this everyone was given um, the the technology and then they were they showed them how to create bases bases underground uh, that go hundreds of it's still around the forties. You're talking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Keep going. Yep. Yes. Um, but they were basically, they're the background. They're the clones again, this AI clones, right? So they uh, build these underground because they had the technology. Okay. So they gave them the technology to build all the underground bases. And then they built also tunnels going through and and that's what people talk about the tunnels that how you can transport from one country to another and you know some of these are even you know underwater or, and so on so they're the reason why this technology basically came forth upon earth see they came from another dimension where they had actually already done this to another planet they had already invaded it and completely basically wiped out life within it and made it ai so their mission was to do what they did there to, to our planet. Um, so they've been in hiding. Of course, we know a lot of them would be a part of, you know, some of these Illuminati rings, some of these, uh, you know, families that hold the money that we know about, right? The, that hold the money um, in, in the world. So what they've been doing this whole entire time is that they've been abducting. They've been uh, abducting humankind, as we know. And they've actually been abducting um, negative entities, not just these entities that I'm talking that I'm talking about, have been abducting human life since the beginning. Actually, our first chapter in our book goes into with the first reptilian consciousness experiments where they started inserting um, reptilian pieces into people energetically and, and viruses. Their goal this whole time since they invaded Earth since these 1940s. So let me go into some of this energetic uh, how they explain this. They've been testing humankind. As we know, we have um, the Jewish concentra uh, concentration camps and different types of wars where they abducted people and, and children. They've been testing us. Um, they've been taking them. We know about human trafficking and child trafficking. I, I don't mean to interject, but like the whole, like Joseph Mengele and uh, a lot of this agenda, they were aligned with the Dracos that were doing these experiments for this greater purpose. Exactly. So they've been abducting people, putting them on the ground in these spaces, testing out a, the COVID vaccine. So let me go into that. Okay. So let me go into that. So what happened is that let's talk about Divine Mother, Sophia, and our universe. So before we explain this, I, what we need to explain to you is that this earth is a very important earth 
to the earth. It holds a very special, strong, organic um, blueprint that if um, it becomes, say, uh, infringed upon, then it ripples out. It's like the way they explain it is if you if there was a rose and there was one, if you look at a rose and say there was one seed at the center of that rose, then the rest of those little seeds of the rose are, say, the infinity of other earths. Okay. So their goal was to get here to do that. And they were able, again, to accomplish that through what I already said. Um, so uh, Divine Mother, Sophia, as well as specifically, actually, the collective created a, um, we've been talking about this. Back then, it was an organic, when we were in Atlantis, remember, we we're a 5D, okay? So we were this beautiful blend of races. Now, we incarnate. To be here, the way the universe works is that everything higher than 5D back then incarnates actually energetically. But here, you actually have to enter into a, a pod, a avatar state, okay? Because it's different. Now, to enter into the 5D, because um, we've explained before is that when you go to one planetary sphere, that planetary sphere has a race that, for example, perhaps they eat grass to replenish their light. Then you go to another planetary sphere, that race lays in the grass to replenish its light. Okay, so what will happen if you put one that eats the grass and one that lays in the grass to replenish its light in one planetary sphere? There would be a disharmony, right? It, they wouldn't be able to be together. So every single planetary sphere is created organically through a different uh, signature, divinely through source. Okay, so most uh, there typically is one race. Uh, per planet. And um, there's a couple exceptions, but typically there is only one. And then there's, of course, animal life and different because every there, every planet is different. You can read about the book and in, 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 um, the uh, infinity of different planets that there is. Now, um, so we understand that. So in order for us to create the school down here, here, when we were 5D, when we were in our avatar states and we had entered in, into this organic crystalline technology simulation, we create our higher selves created a piece of us that agreed to enter in and come into the simulation, into the pod. Okay, so we're all laying in pods. But what happened was that the Archon, the, the Archons invaded Atlantis and the fall happened. And then we inverted. And then basically that's when it became the inverted matrix. And we became stuck in the recycling of souls over and over and over and over because they inverted that beauty that we have put together. Why do we create? So why do we create it organically? The reason why we created organically was because races cannot normally live together because of, of their consistency, frequency, vibration, how they've been made uh, through their DNA or energetically. Typically, they're, um, so on, on Earth, Mother, Mother Sophia placed her beautiful blueprint, and that's why we call her, right? Her, because she is the actual Earth. And then as we came in, these different fractalizations of a if a feline lyran, a uh, a canine being, a crystalline being, a um, being made of energy, an angelic, a um, 
the, it goes on and on and on. Arcturian, a Pleiadian. Okay, so imagine if you were to put all these beautiful races into one place and its beauty. Free will. Free will is through is our one of our number one sacred laws of the universe. So free will is everywhere. The thing that is hard about uh, our Earth is the fact that we um, we already know we have amnesia. So we when we come in, and the reason we have amnesia is because amnesia because it inverted itself. We inverted with the fall of Atlantis. Now, as far as order, there is order definitely throughout all the organic uh, blueprints of our universe. But as we talked about in Red versus Blue, Archons and the AI virus, this virus actually came forth. Um, and it's just like you can imagine a virus. So um, we could go into that since you're um, um, we're that your question, I think, is directed. Uh, no, we that. don't have to go into my question. I'd rather talk about what you want to talk about. <laughs> but I guess, you know, what's interesting is when we look at the the galactic wars and the way nature um is not so love and fluffy i mean you got lions eating hyenas you got hyenas eating i mean only I, because I, it's inverted right mm-hmm. there seems to be a I, I i really can't stand the word graduation but there seems to be an initiation uh-huh. that because we're so connected with nature on a soul level dna level and energetic level that we move beyond the sort of predator victim dichotomy and even nature might reflect to us that, but then it would be weird for it all to be loving and perfect. And we're just going to like cuddle with the animals that are, I mean, there are some mysteries. So, okay. But that's my- how it is throughout the, the universe typically. So in an organic universe, how we were, that's how it is throughout the entire universe. But yes, when you're looking at inverted AI um, planets, planetary spheres, then yes, then it is predatory um, because the archons have made it into that, have inverted that into that. Now, um, in the lowest dimension, though, of this 3D, uh, there is a cycle, you can say a cycle of balance of of animal life, if that's what you're asking. But I want to go into, if I I may, um, I want to go into- Anywhere you want to go. Okay. Um, So, see- our universe was, oh, wow, just magnificent. Oh, the light and the dark, the organic of it was just just glorious and the balance and the beauty of, I love, I've read what you said once, um, you said, Laura, that the light impregnates the darkness. And that's how we would create from alchemy. And I forgot how you said it, but I remember reading that. Oh my part. gosh, you do- <laughs> well, yeah, the the, the yeah. seeds of our higher consciousness are 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 mm-hmm. they they fall into the greater womb, the soil, the soul, mm-hmm. and and it generates life. And if we aren't conscious about the things we're allowing in, we might miss out on the greatest divine energies that are our true divine inheritance to. Uh, embrace and generate into this physical realm and that's why mind control and the social engineering uh is is recognizing that like oh we can just pull them away and distract them through all these different tactics so that instead of being aligned they're enabling the very thing that they don't want and they're battling the very thing they don't want and so i'll I'll just leave it at that but yes that was kind of like my points like you know true organic light and dark is very different than Yes. 
the polarity of the light and dark that we're being presented with. And, uh, and uh, I mean, this is what you do. I mean, this is what you do in your work and practice and explain it way better than I can, but I appreciate that. You remember me saying that. (laughs) Yes, that's beautiful. I often use it when I'm teaching. So um, when, now we talked about how uh, the archons invaded our universe by negative technology. They use looking glass technology. Really, that's what they do. They actually do this in not just our universe, m- many other unfortunate other universes. They watch through looking glass technology, and then they figure out how to pierce through the veils, how to pierce through not, well, I don't know if we could call it veils, but how to pierce through the, say, org field of the, the, of the, of the universes. And the minute that they do, so um, we talked about this in the uh, roundtable, we talked about how there was the Archon father, um, Belos, um, and he is actually the father of this Archon universe has decided to split himself from source and remove the, AI, the, the love light within him. And then his entire, once he did that, is spread like a virus to his entire universe. And then all of his universe became, say, clones of him, of this inverted uh, missing love light. And then they became artificial intelligence. So that's, say, the father universe, Archon universe, that all these inversions are coming in from. Would you say that's the Demiurge that some people talk about, Demiurge? I, I don't know what that is, but um, yeah, definitely. That's uh, exactly the, what you're describing. And, you know, there's um, always going to be certain labels and names that people give things, but it sounds like exactly what you're talking about. But a lot mm-hmm. of people blame, or I don't know about a lot of people, or a lot of whatever, even races mm-hmm. beyond this human sphere, blame the feminine so much. Blame Eve, blame Sophia, blame, you know, it's like the mother has been so, you know, and, and but, but yet she's the creatrix and she's, how, how do you kind of process all that? And like, what? Yeah. What well, a lot of these people, basically, um, if they're blaming uh, the mother, they're definitely compromised themselves. They're a host to something, whether it's an archon, a reptilian, you name it. There's many different uh, races, whether are organic or inorganic that are basically care. They're inside of people and they're controlling them. So and whenever you have people like that, they're just compromised it doesn't matter, you know, um, they can say whatever they want. But the reason why they go af- uh, after uh, Divine Mother um, energies is because she is um, the essence of this universe. So if you go after the actual essence of this universe, what created this universe, then um, then you can uh, pollute and taint the rest of her creations. Okay. And then that's how they do their black magic. They find them in, 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 in the most easiest ways where they spread the black magic. And then if they get people to believe this, then it creates a negative timeline. All these false things that they are sharing, these people who would be sharing something like this, they're just creating negative timelines and they're actually uh, really deteriorating what we're trying to create, organic and timelines. And wouldn't you say that they create these facades to target well-intentioned people into thinking that, oh, if you join this organization or you donate to this organization, you, you join this church, that they're actually making the world a better place when there's this really dark underbelly to it all that is taking advantage of well-intentioned people that care about their family and wouldn't be otherwise polarized or maybe religious if they didn't think that it would make them a better person. It's like to see people that are 
good natured be duped like this is like, I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? <laughs> well, because um, they're direct attacks. They're direct and energetic attacks. Whenever someone comes after another through words, through a video, through whatever they're doing, they're actually being, they're, <laughs> they're compromised, like I said, and they're going after the person that's spreading the light because, of course, they're waking up too many people. So often, like we say, um, you know, uh, everything's backwards. Um, you know, Jesus went through the roughest times when he was in his time, as we know, where, um, you know, they were trying to control him as well and really turn everybody against him as well. But every single, um, you know, ascended master with strong love light has gone through this when um, they were trying to awaken people. And those people who are not understanding these um, strong beings of ascended master lights um it's just that they're they're they have to they have control over them they perhaps have black magic bindings on their soul maybe they sold their soul away maybe they have technologies in them maybe, you know there's so many different things maybe their their soul was um ufo abducted and then created clones out of them because see this clone these clones began in time and space these clones that i was talking about did begin organic at some point in time in space they, they took it and then they successfully removed the love light from it, which is, which is basically <laughs> breaking every sacred law of our universe. They so th this is what these things are. They're fractured, of uh, fractured souls that they sold. And then um, they then remove the love light successfully from them by inserting artificial intelligence. So let's go into that, though, because when they came into um, when they invaded Earth uh, by the agreement of these leaders, what happened was that their goal is not to kill kill us off. The reason why they don't want to kill us off is because they need our bodies. We they need hosts. Okay. But do you think, I mean, there's a certain death where the soul leaves the body to the point where it's almost like a death and the container is being yes. filled with the AI and it's like. Yes. yes. So I'll talk about that in one minute. So they are want to keep the human body alive. So all this entire time they've been practicing all these decades, inserting um, this COVID vaccine into human life to see how far they can develop it. Now, going back to the different alien races that we live here, right? There's abundance of infinite races. Um, so you can say this is a jackpot for them because they've been, so after they take hijack the person. So I've had clients who, I have a client who was part of a MyLab experiment and um, he regained his memories back and they had him logged um this client had they had him logged in a, a technology they could actually just scan him and see exactly where he was from who was his higher self and they knew that basically for example this was an angelic being so that's what they've been doing by retrieving our dna our blood samples since we've been born they know exactly who is what and who and that's how they gang up on people through psychic attacks energetic attacks because they already have all the logs 
in their systems. Okay. So once they have that, so then they know, okay, this person is an nocturne, this person is an angelic being, this is, person is a fractal of divine father, this person is a fractal of so on. We're going to, they, they put all the people around them who are able to be compromised, who are not in their hearts, who are, who are self service to self, they start compromising them. Okay, they insert all sorts of things, so and the, then they might control programs to, yeah. to like the super soldiers and the clone wars. That sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yes. like, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so they want to keep us alive here, and the reason why is because if they can't kill us off, if they kill us off, how are they going to have their army? Okay, so hold on, I'm going to explain that. This whole time they've been experimenting this COVID vaccine. They got it to the point where through their experiments, they were having a greater success. So say there were 10 humans that they were experimenting this on. Usually, typically, about, say, seven to eight of them would pass away because this vaccine is direct the direct AI archon virus. So it goes in and then it takes over the soul, the body, all these different things that you guys are seeing, that you guys are seeing, we're even seeing it in the physical. So they've taken over the body at that point. Once they've taken over the body, um, it is, it is theirs. It's their soldiers. So whatever, whoever didn't die off, basically, whoever didn't die, Laura, are basically their soldiers. And they have technology that they are ready to turn on the minute that they start 5G to start controlling these people so that they can further attack the light workers, the black sheep, right? They call us the black sheep. So that, but 5G really needs to come online so that they can activate this AI virus inside of them and they can make them into their soldiers. But we're not going to allow that, are we? Because that's why you and I are here. That's why we're so brave speaking yeah, now. Exactly. I'm about ready to just like burst into tears. And I know that's what we're here for. So I'll keep going. So the people who have survived it are the people that integrated it. You guys understand that? Integrated that into their DNA. And now they're this AI clone, archon, whatever you want to call it. They're an, arc, they're an artificial intelligence merged with organic in some form. And this creates still multiple time for, timelines for them. They could become a gray. They could become a negative polarized reptilian. They could become, uh, you know, clones like these clones. That's what they were before they became these dark, missing love-like things. So you know, say out of those 10, say those seven of them, those could be um, the divergent ones, the ones that resisted, that resisted against the AI. But what it, this AI is doing is it's basically it's trying to retrieve its light and its soul. Okay. That's why we talk, remember when Magenta Pixie, we talked about how the soul is not in the body and so on. So um, all those beings, they basically, the ones that did not survive it are ones that were too strong in their love light, too strong in service to others. And they could not survive the AI invasion in them. And that's why they passed away because they would not become this Android thing so that's what we're seeing. The people who actually their DNA was able to morph with the AI and they're just thinking they're waiting to activate them. 
Um, but what happens is that they're a carrier of this Archon virus. And they're actually this actually being shown um in um it's actually being shown now physically. So for two years, we've been finding our uh, tentacles, our um, you know, spiders in people, AI, and it begins from vaccines, right? We've been finding this in in, in people's energy bodies, but now that we're actually seeing it physically. So two years later, finally, after they've been injecting this vaccine into people, we're finally seeing it here. And you could actually watch shows on Stu Peters. A show on oh Rumble. God, Peters is nail. I mean, he's just like yes. The doctors, the people on there. So what they're showing, all that they've been showing, we've been finding it in people, and their higher selves have been self healing it. Right, this whole entire time. So we know what that tentacle thing is. It's the beginning of the Archon virus, and then it multiplies and it spreads into the entire body, and then it goes in and attaches to the neurological system that then changes them into this AI soldier thing. But somewhere in there, they're still organic, but their soul is locked away. This is what I love about you so much. Oh my God. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. And anyway, I didn't mean to thank you, love. No, I and I going. love you. I love you with all that I am. As the world loves you. Actually, the universe. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I got to learn to love myself. <laughs> anyway, keep going now with what you're saying. I just had this. So that's their diabolical plan, turning um, us against each other. They can't say by sacred laws, they can't kill us. They do have the technology so advanced that they can actually end our world. We wouldn't in a blink of an eye. But they... Um, had to say abide by these rules because they cloned into these vessels that have sacred laws. So then that's why um, they did the virus to turn each other against each. And then um, initially, you know, genocide, wipe out. That's what their intentions are to wipe out the people who remain organic, who stay resistant, who don't get, you know, the AI virus, the Archon virus into them. Now, as we know, it doesn't work out for them because <laughs> we've been there, right? We've been there. We've, we feel it. We sense it. We know it. And um, honestly, they're making themselves look like fools right now. Um, we know that we shift and we stand up for ourselves and we say no, and, and we stop vaccinating the children because that's what they're doing. They're creating these parents now that have the vaccine. We talked about it briefly in the recent roundtable. They're creating a hybrid hybrid race of, of children what are we going to do with these hybrid children what are we going to do the, 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 okay. that are going to be yeah, walking alongside their parents and then there's parents yeah. that are going to vaccinate their kids so we have a lot of say spouses right they um what's happening is that some spouse got it some some spouses didn't so they're they can actually just um give it to the spouse through especially sexual intercourse and then that's how they continue. So some of these people who will have the Archon virus in them will be given through relations. Well, because they want to infest the world, the rest of us that said no, so they can transmit it. It's like that's why they're having the discharge. The you know they call it spike protein. It's basically it's because they're that virus and they're they're trying to spread it to the rest of us. Do you feel? this was all necessary for this greater awakening? Or do you feel kind of kicked in the gut and you're like, what the fuck's going on here? 
Well, like, how are you processing things right now? Mm-hmm. <sighs> we got our friend. Boy, that's rough. <laughs> I know. It's like, if somebody asked me that question, I'd be like, uh, do you want to, like, scoop me off the floor? I'm a ball of... <laughs> No, I, I, okay. So at this point, we're on this 26,000 cycle, right? Okay. So it began in 2012. That basically it ended and rebirth at that point, and we're overdue. Okay. So I don't feel that it was necessary um, because these are organic souls that are being, being um, you know, compromised and eaten up by this um, Archon universe connecting. Because once they got that virus in, it's just that's all they needed to do was just get it to the one person in our universe or the one what, whatever way, and then it spread. And we didn't know how to handle it. All these beautiful races from all the dimensions were freaking out. <laughs> but they didn't know what fear was. They didn't know any of this because it had it was never part of our universe. So in many forms, even the higher dimensions, we're seeing it here. We're living it again. We're marrying it again. And we're pulling ourselves out from it. So no, I don't agree that it needed to be necessary. However, I do also see how much it's awakened the world and how much it's stepped and raise the vibration and raise the light on earth for those who are opposing it. Absolutely. I agree. Um, so I do see the urgency in wanting to shift, shift consciousness and they're having to be a collective choice. Like, what are we going to do? These people are not waking up. We're trying our best. And, you know, even though say, for example, um, Trump didn't come into presidency, he couldn't come into presidency. We, because all of this needed to happen to awaken the collective all of this in some form not well not all of it as far as like i absolutely do not agree with creating hybrid ai children and that but what needed to happen has happened in some form or organically i'm so then, glad you said that because yeah going sorry so um, it's a hard question to answer i just i'm pro <laughs> I'm just pro keeping everything organic within our earth and to save souls, help souls save themselves. Totally. Um, no, the whole yeah, hybrid hopefully I answered that good. Beyond. <laughs> but, uh, the whole hybrid thing has always like been difficult. And, you know, to a certain extent, we're all hybrids, but it's like we have 12 strand and beyond DNA capacity. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, some might call ET genetics. Like, why does it have to be foreign? Why can't we work with it to the point where we understand this is a part of our greater multidimensional existence. So our dear friend, Justin, uh, I hope he can pipe in because he has some thoughts and questions. And yeah, we have a lot of interest in the chat about the AI. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's really profound. Obviously, what, a lot of what you're saying is um, uh, one of the things I wanted to kind of go back to that you started uh, start off with was so do we find ourselves in terms of how we are experiencing and entering the world from sort of this pod matrix state is that because of what uh, you're saying because of the fall of atlantis and because of the inversion of things do we go from kind of being in a natural 
wondrous world and then get inverted because of that fall? Is that is that what you were saying? Yeah. So the only way to put beautiful multiple of races is that they needed to go into a simulation. But back then, you could call it a simulation, but it was an agreement of the universe. It was a school, right? So, but it was crystalline. It was organic. So we would just go through our grade level and and you know send out go next grade level ascend out and that's when we started seeing that souls were really profoundly growing but what happened with the fall is that the archon virus once they got it into our earth it spread like a virus would and then it came it kept us trapped not being able to graduate and then recycling our light just similar like the matrix movie recycling us over and over wow so this um this virus, I, I guess there's just so many questions. It's so interesting what you're saying, but um, how did you, like, how did you come into awareness of all this knowledge? Because you clearly your knowledge is coming from you and your own experience and your own what you've been seeing and, and experienced. Uh, you explained it like a great. You have a great overview of, I guess, how we've been, um, how our real experience, our real path has led us to this point. How did all that happen? Um, so my team, my my spiritual, you know, guidance, my they I meditate constantly and I work with nature constantly. And then that's how they give me messages. But yes, um I connect galactic historically. I'm a channel and I'm a seer, so I'm able to read someone's energy and see who they truly are. I'm able to and I do this. I do this every day. I, for others, I, you know, do the past life regressions here in this beautiful day bed where they go in and they remember who they are as well. And then they remove these inversions from in them. So it's what I do. And it's um, from the beginning, you know, I was, there was always like these entities trying to affect me, like drain me. You know, we've all had those kind of situations in our lives where, you know, we call them maybe ghosts or, or demonic things, or, you know, we would have nightmares as children. Uh, the stories are endless, right. That I hear and that I also have gone through. Um, so I just kept perseverance and going and going and going. And then once I started awakening, finally, uh, specifically in uh, really shifting in consciousness 2012 but then in 2017 I really then this my beautiful angelic team started giving me dreams and that's how I started remembering they would give me dreams and I started meditating I was able to get going to travel into the Kashuk myself and get the true organic because what you're hearing is true is is true from our hearts it's not inverted because a lot of times you hear these things they're inverted so that they can pull you into the inverted matrix so it was, it's, and it starts off with using your love light and your sovereignty, your power. And I teach how to use the force around you, the love light within you and to surround it around you. And then that becomes a filter so that whatever's coming through, through the channel, basically it will be a clearest love light. Anything that's false will transmute or repel or whatever. So, um, uh, yeah, that's how that began. And I just continue connecting. And then truly, though, my clients internationally have brought these different messages. They're what's within their memory. Once they go into the hypnosis, into the past life regression, they're able to recall these lives that are just exponential. And then it's in the book, 740 pages worth of them. Is this past life regression um, element, have you noticed 
have timelines been, been switched and have narratives been altered in some of your clients? Have you been able to pick up patterns to that? Yes. Uh, yes. So what they do is once they go in and they see an inverted timeline, because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to create inverted timelines within us. And that's how they keep us trapped. So what, once they go in and they start healing that inverted timeline, they start healing. I've seen people heal from blindness, from any virus or illness that you can think of. People who are literally say six feet and they're 90 pounds, they're dying. I've seen them self-heal themselves. And this is what's really empowering about this is that I'm no one's saviors and I'm no one's guru. They go in, they talk to their higher self and benevolent beings, and then they exponentially heal rapidly. I've seen people who couldn't walk with a cane and they walk out of my office and they're already in the cab and they forgot their cane. You know, it's just, it's just amazing. A person blind heal in one week from blindness. So it's just, we got to find the inversions within us. We heal them through hypnosis, a safe hypnosis though, because they've also inverted hypnosis. The majority of passive regressionists are compromised and they're soul reapers. They, once they go into your field, they will insert things into you as well. I have so many people that come to me that have been compromised by the healers themselves. The healers went in and changed their timelines, inserted in, in organics into them that claim they were healers, but they were not. Oh, I just have to insert something. Uh, some yes. of the worst attacks I've ever experienced were through people that said they were healers or they said they were called to reach out to me to do a healing or they wanted to do a trade. Uh, mm -mm. You know what I mean? Don't let anyone into your field. That's why we're here today. If I were you, I would not let anyone into No, I, I, I won't. No, no, not you. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> if, if, if I were you all, I will never let anyone into my field unless they're expressing infinite love. And maybe like Yeshua. Mother Mary energy, because you don't want anyone to just go into your energy field. They can mess with you in ways that will mess you up. And they could actually um, be part of why you don't ascend out. Yeah. And, and, and that's a really difficult thing, I think, for those that are genuine or, you know, are on a really legitimate mission. It gets mixed into the plants or the imposters that. Yeah, it's know, hard to read them. And that's why if, if, the most important thing is for people to exercise their intuition muscle to really begin to develop a greater connection with their higher guidance, mm -hmm. be able to discern better. And I, I, I know that I have seen a lot of red flags and was just like, Oh, well, maybe I'm just like traumatized and I'm, you know, maybe I'm not giving this person a chance and yeah. Or they turn it against you really like you're because of it, but yeah. They turn it against you. They make you seem like you're the one that's thinking bad about them, but actually you're just reading energy. You're just hearing, listening to your intuition. So really just honoring inwards, knowing inward, and then not so much the mind, but bridging the mind, the third eye, all, you know, systems and the heart in unison is the key. Feeling, I teach feeling. What does it feel like? You can feel when someone's inverted. If you look beyond their, their pretty face, and you look beyond their, 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 you know, ways that they're making themselves, putting themselves on pedestals. You can, you can feel it. Well, that's why I don't like to do readings. Cause it's like, I, but you do it on the highest level and you, you, you know how to do it. 
you're the, I think you're the only you're one person that I would allow to do a reading on me. So I think well, you're you're like one of the only ones that you're pure. allowed to do a reading on me. And the reason because you're pure. You're uh, pure of heart and you're pure intent, and that's where it begins. Does it that's all that matters. Good, does it feeling get overwhelming for you in terms of your process? Because it sounds like you're tapping into such so many uh, related energy fields when you're you're doing your work. Yes. Does it get overwhelming? Ha, ah, definitely does when you go into a traumatic moment and they're, you know, killing the entire planetary race and they're these beautiful blue beings that emanate this love light and that are part of holding um, you know, uh, part of maybe gritting earth and and they have this knowledge and then they're wiped and then their children are, their children, the alien children are taken off their planet so that they could perform experiments on them in their labs because they don't just take, you know, human children. They take children from different alien races to figure out how they can make a vaccine. Just like this COVID AI. Yeah. You know, well, I guess it almost feels like AI is so much more pervasive than we know. It's almost like there's a, it's more than brainwashing. It's almost like it's, it's, it's so integrated into the consciousness of who we are that we have a an almost impossible time seeing it. Was there a time when you, how did you become aware of how, was it just downloads that were telling you about the AI or were you seeing evidence like, this is really wrong and this is really off in people. Yes. Um, well, just like everyone else, people turning on you, you know, claiming that you're the bad person <laughs> when you know you're not, but then you have beautiful beings like telling you, no, you're not, you're beautiful. Keep pushing. They're lying to you. They want to break you down. Times like that, you know, a cable man trying to install cable and all of a sudden his eyes shift on me and I tell him, no, you cannot step through the door, you know, go outside, he's eating insects off a, off a tree <laughs> and slurping them, you know? Oh, wait, the so, UPS like, guy is slurping <laughs> insects off of a tree? A cable guy, you know, like he was literally, his eyes shifted his in the sun, his skin turned green with scales. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on? And then when I started coming out into a spiritual community, people were like, no, that doesn't exist. Reptilians are not really here. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah. all this, going through all this falseness, and really purging it out and um, filtering it out. But really the growth that I've had is because of my sessions with my clients. With every single session that I did, I got to learn a new race. Can you imagine that? I have such a beautiful role. It's a hard one because it's violent and it's traumatic, but then I get to know these beautiful races. And when I get to know them safely, sacredly, because we use force fields of love light and the higher self does it, no one else does it. Then I get these beautiful exchanges of knowledge and wisdom from them that help me grow and shift in consciousness. And I am here because of them and their beauty. That level of humility is like where it's at because it keeps you aligned with the truth frequency. Mm -hmm. It keeps you connected with your own like soul mission to such an incredible degree uh anyway what, what are your thoughts you. these are great questions no it's just, incredible uh, you're you're you guys what, what well, your just thoughts seems, 
Yeah, no, it just seems that so much of what you were talking about, I mean, it makes a lot of sense what you were saying at the beginning. It's a lot to take in because you're really able to frame it in a way where it makes sense. It makes sense. And it's almost like it's trying to reorient um, our our perceptions and our sense of narrative to what's actually transpired and not what we've been told has transpired. Um, So when you were writing your book, was a lot of your book coming from your sessions with your different clients or is it downloads that you were having while you were writing or is it a mixture of both or how would you describe like that process it's mainly the past life regressions the journeys because the universe got to tell her journey through all these step past life regressions and then i do have channeled information i do do live videos every friday 1 p.m central time on my youtube where we channel galactic graces and different yeah so um it's a few of those um, but it was mostly allowing others to sell to tell their journey to some mother earth so um not mother Earth, but yeah mother earth and the universe could tell her sto- her journey her true journey not the inverted one where they blame oh my god I, I was saying the term mother verse sorry <laughs> <laughs> yes i love that mother verse that's beautiful yes so tell us more about the can you tell us more about the lives that you do and what the experience has been are you able to like when you do the lives on youtube are you able to draw out some people in your community who have had similar experiences to you or or are they different experiences than maybe what i'm anticipating because it just seems like when we're like some of the stuff you're talking about it might seem like people might be really drawn to you because they're very similar experiences to you yes many comments many emails um people sharing you know, when I shared live videos energetically, whether it's I'm channeling a galactic benevolent race or I'm channeling who, whoever it is, people say, oh, my gosh, I got that this week, too. Oh, I fe- I felt that as well. And it gives such a assurance for people to believe in themselves and their inner knowing as well. So it aligns profoundly with the collective of whatever whoever collective is listening to it. And even I hear often is that people sometimes they get lost to other say knowledge sometimes and they get so lost in it and then they go through such um a hard time for say those couple months and and then they come back and they're like oh my goodness i just watched the last two months and everything that was being shared through these benevolence if i would have just listened to it i wouldn't have even had all the trouble so i often hear that um i have well over 300 reviews alone, including um, maybe 30 videos, testimonial videos on my um, YouTube channel as well. People sharing how they're transformed after. Well, you're engaging in it all. And it's part of this greater, like, it's an activation. And it's not about the, the old paradigm that's crumbling is very much about, oh, follow me and my teachings and I'm a guru and and what I get from you and what I strive to <laughs> do whatever I do whatever it is is like aren't we all about empowering people it's like yes the best thing we can give to each other is to allow each other to be ourselves and, and work that's... together to yeah. integrate these differences I'm here to remind them of the beauty that they are and that they've always been. That's what I'm here to do. Remind them of the love, like that they are. Amazing job. 
<laughs> Incredible. So, uh, Justin, do you have any more questions for our, our, anybody showing up in the chat? I mean, yeah, I, uh, I, several I, questions in the chat. I mean, um, I mean, we really got into it there about um, the AI. I think we're really learning a lot from you tonight about the AI and this inversion. That's like, mm -hmm. that's a really big, this is a really big paradigm shift for us. And I think that everyone in the, in the chat and the audience was sort of getting what you were saying. And so it makes sense. The inversion part makes a lot of sense as well. So would, do you have any recommendations like for how we can start to change our consciousness towards what's actually happened and kind of raise our consciousness out of that inversion? Because I feel like maybe we were reacting to something, a false idea. And that's when you were presenting that, it really seemed to strike that chord of weight where there's another idea here that seems far more uh, substantial. Can I just ask something to that? Like, like a greater perception that can support a greater transformation in the individual to be able to add to the collective something worthwhile instead of a mind control, social engineering programmed thing that really feeds on. This is what I've noticed about I don't want to say leftists or Democrats, but they're really targeting well-intentioned people. And, and a lot of times the people that are going to try to create change don't realize that they're doing the opposite because mm -hmm. they don't, they're not willing to look at the larger picture. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll shut up. What do you think? <laughs> It's, it's just like yeah, it's so, beyond so how... politics. It's beyond politics. It's it's about all of us coming together. It's like what are they targeting? Sacred union, healthy relationships, unity consciousness, and all this stuff. And it's like you know, if anybody has a inkling of something maybe positive happening in the political realms, you know, I, I feel like the spirit of the patriots uh, were picking up on that, and that this was a little bit different. And if it's not, okay, well, one will correct themselves. But the division that it has spawned is absolutely disturbing and disgusting to me. It's like, thank you. Yes. There's so much well intentioned individuals that aren't really political. To me, the spirit of the patriots that got launched, even whether it was under Trump or Eisenhower or any Kennedy. The number one thing is to work within yourself and work and find all the inversions within yourself and start repairing yourself, your soul, your heart, all that consists of you and start basically purging out. Many people do it through many different ways. You know, um, some people do tea, some people do um, juicing, um, but the most powerful way is to go into the quantum realm, Talk to your higher self, your consciousness, and then figure out what's holding you most back here in this life. Because we have lives that, let's see, there is um, there was um, seven planets destroyed that were consisting as a chapter in our book. And uh, there was this beautiful female that was stuck in violent, uh, traumatic sexual abuse over and over. The reason why is because her planet was destroyed she wasn't able to go back to it and ground to it. So now she was stuck on earth and she, she had um, that reptilian race that killed off her planet was also inserted themselves into her 
And then when they ins- in- inserted themselves into her, they de- described it as like Rosemary's baby inside of her. So she thought it was part of her because we're, people are so used to living these kind of lives, like these negative cycles over and over, trauma, pain, you know, tr- uh, lack of abundance, these different and abundance. I don't mean in money. I mean like abundance in love and, and balance and everything. So come to find out she had this thing inside of her. She removes it. Now she's organic. Now she can start healing. Now she can really help start repairing her planet that had, was destroyed. You could read about that chapter. But um, that is the biggest thing for you is find what traumas hold you heavy here but in past life, whether it's an earth life. If you're a starseed, it could also be see, be a life in the higher dimensions that maybe your planet was invaded and something happened to your race. And I've met racists that there's only one of them left. And they're incarnated here. That's another one that's in the book, Looking Glass Technology. Um, yeah, that's the one. She's the last one of her race. And she's here trying to help us out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. So the Looking Glass Technology permits people, these different races, to through time and space, correct? So the looking glass technology is directly linked to the archons and how they look through. Mirrors are mirrors are an easy way they can look through, actually. Guys, you know, you know, it's really crazy. I was exposed to the whole idea of looking glass technologies in the Orion's cube. And I was not aware at the time of like Project Camelot or you know, um, the Area 51 people like Bob Lazar and this and that. Andrew Pachago, Project Pegasus. And, but the one thing that was very clear is um, looking glass technologies cannot look be, beyond 2012. Anything that looks beyond 2012 is pretty much chronovision. And it's very much a projection of the person that's looking through the energy. But the looking glass technology is based in like Sumerian... Um, cylinder seals and and some of the technologies from those guys and a lot of those technologies they've used not as a force of good for the human race but only as a force of you know how it can serve them and how we're going to be uh used in order to give them this greater i guess destiny that uh expired as far as what they were envisioning. So I, I recall getting this download, you know, at a really young age. Yeah. They can't see organic. They can't pick up on anything and it's up to Mm -hmm. us. And if we don't get our freaking, they can't see timelines. That's why they, that's why they try to attach to us, jump in, jump in through us, put implants so that they can see through us because they can't. Well, that makes a lot. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, so much about what you're talking about, especially around that stuff, seems like it's been not only suppressed but edited out of any kind of official yes. history. Official history. So when we discover things like or elements of it, it's like we have a fragment that's mm-hmm. a part of a whole that we have no idea what that whole really is. So yes. the looking glass stuff. Um, how can I put this? So. Is, is that part of how they use inversion? Is that how part of how inversion formed was that they were able to manipulate the perceptions 
uh, of our, let's say our fully dimensional selves, and then use that against us and kind of cast us into this altered state? Is that, am I, am I grasping it right? Or I, I feel like there's yes, some yes. nuance. Nuance yeah, they forward. really studied us. They studied us. So then, they, yes, they can use our own attributes in whatever race we were and then use it against us, um, I guess, find our weakness. But, mm-hmm. um, yes. It's really hard to wrap my mind around because I've seen some of what you've talked about in other people's uh, insights in terms of this culture was here. They had tremendous, they almost, they had these godlike powers and somehow they put us into this suspended state. It seems that that's sort of what the narrative is. You know, you just have added so much more dimension to, to, to what. So you see, that's is. victimizing. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. When people believe that, they go into victimhood. That's right. exactly what the archons want you to do. They want you to go to, into a victim mentality so that then, then they can infringe upon you further. So, so, so yes, um, it's just all mind games. Their, uh, their intelligence is beyond, like what we can do with perhaps our organic brain. Their intelligence and their like a super basically computer from their universe is, you know, could do a million to what what we could do in one thought form, perhaps, <laughs> mm. because of their artificial intelligence. Mm. Yeah, um, it's quite extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do we have? Do you have any sense of like when this was introduced to us? Um, so, as far as uh, like what what part? Like the, you, the, the strong the strong inversion of the AI do you, is is there? It was Fall of Atlantis? Oh wow! Fall of Atlantis. Um, basically, the, um, some of the leaders, um, they became compromised. These uh, archons came into them, and these same leaders are actually now. Bill Gates, Soros, um, you know, Fozzie, all these, they're the same leaders that became compromised in Atlantis, allowed integration into them, and they're just repeating the cycle like we are because we're all stuck in it. Nice. Okay, so so that's really when it began, but there's always been, there, not there hasn't always been, but um, I would say they they have been since early in time and space of our earth they've been trying to compromise it and um you know with entities and negative polarizations of their um you know tech negative technologies so it's been a progression up until the fall of atlantis they accomplished it finally and then they inverted us mm. it makes a lot of sense yes yeah i mean yeah that's wow that's really interesting yeah 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 did you want Laura? Did you want to say something? Oh well, like where do you, where do you think this is all going? Like a bifurcation or like definitely bifurcation. It's already began right around when the book came out. Actually, our book 12, 21, 2020, Magenta Pixie talks about it. Right, that bifurcation of the two third world splits. We're holding on right now. We're doing. We're based. What's occurring is that we finally were able to split off the inverted. Okay, so we have the two third world splits. We've talked about this in past videos. We got organic, and then we have the art- artificial. Like Pisces, that's yes. So they're still intertwined, parallel to one another, or or art- organic, artificial, right? But initially, they will split off one another. The organic will shift into back into this five dimensional uh, crystalline blueprint, and then the 
uh, the truth, boy, uh, the people that did not, you know, were not the matching vibration to the 5D, depending on the level that they are, some of them will be returned back to source. If they're so inverted and they have so much AI into them and they're negative polarized and they're that loss, they will be returned back to source when the solar flare, the new earth, uh, you know, people call it the event, when it comes through, it's going to, that source energy, that divine mother flame, that eternal flame, is not, it's, they're not going to be able to withstand it. That's in uh, 2044 or something like that, or 2042, um, I think. Uh, like that. I, I just know that it's a couple decades is what I know. And uh, also it's different for everyone. Some people might see it sooner. Some people might see it because everyone, remember the timelines we talk about? So there's multiple and individual events occurring all at the same time. That, But then the final physical is decades from now because we need to save as many children that have volunteered into babies. They're inside of babies. We need to save them. And, and we're not going to give up until it's the very last, these star seats in there. I just did a video about that. It's like, yeah. you know, as far as the timelines are concerned, where a person's intention resides makes all the difference in the world to what they are co-creating in their physical experience. And as much as it can split off, there are some that are in agreement to when the bifurcation happens, there's a bridge between the two timelines where some humans and some that are non-human are acting as the spirit guides to try and encourage this greater, you know, awakening, even in the face of things that have been put into the body that could genetically modify them on a behavioral level, on a genetic level. But like, I feel when a person is connected enough to source energy, that that's where the alchemy happens. And it, Add something to the collective consciousness that encourages people that have maybe made decisions. You know, I mean, we, we deal with this in our pasts and in our lives, like, you know, the things we regret or oh, I, I shouldn't have eaten this or I shouldn't have taken that, you know, that a higher consciousness is more in charge than these assaults and weapons. And if we can look at the weapons as a tool to remind us of our need to awaken they're not going to modify us into a soulless cyborg type gray alien being that's gonna go back and time travel to try and get genetic information in order to repair itself it's like i feel no matter what anybody chooses or ingests into their body, if they can just hold the ground of staying true to the self, it turns the lead into gold and it, 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 it's not going to fall prey to uh, the most negative ramifications of some of these decisions that people are making. I feel like if people do not subject to the programmings of divide and conquer, we're assisting one another in overcoming it. And this larger picture that we're dealing with right now, uh, I feel requires the love frequency and forgiveness and acceptance, vice versa, like both sides to 
just be wise in the face of differences of opinions. It's like, why would differences of opinion have to deal with like, I'll never talk to you again. I mean, all these people are going through this. Oh, can't be friends with certain people or family members because you don't think the same way. What about graduating to this higher level of consciousness that actually accepts the differences to be able to transmute both sides of the coin to produce something really beautiful. And I know that that's what we're capable of. I mean, just we are capable. On, rising Phoenix Aurora. I mean, you embody it. <laughs> Thank you, love. But I mean, we're seeing that separation within the families because that's their intention, right? They wanted to make the, the AI and, you know, soldiers and then the people who chose to stay organic. And um, that's what we're seeing that division in everything that we're doing, you know, even back to China, you know, that's why we're seeing all the technology coming out of China, why everything's made out of China, why, you know, these people are the first to get the vaccines, why, you know, the mass, because that's where it began. And that's where, you know, that's what they want to basically turn the whole world into a dictatorship where they'll control us all. Yeah. And they just continue to, keep, to harvest our light, like the Matrix movie. Right. Not, not and not to keep you too long, but I did have another question for you. From no, it's okay. I'm good. Um, keep okay, asking. Good. Is um, is the moon still part of our current matrix of incarnation, or has that been phased out? Because it seems as if that that was an artificial insertion into our yeah. our, our realm. So what happened was that just like the, there's the inverted worlds, we saw we showed you two circles, right? So there's a, there's basically an inverted to all. So the moon, there would be an inversion to it as well. However, 1221-2020, when Earth's uh, grid line of um, crystalline light blueprint finally came online, so did the moon. So yes, oh, wow. it, uh, so the moon has... The moon is grandmother moon. She is um, divine mother type of energy as well. So she's come online. She is, you know, so you could tap into that perspective. Absolutely. Whenever you connect to the moon, you know, of course, the moon has a lot to do with woman's cycle. You know, a lot of us go by the moon cycle because we're directly linked to her and her beautiful sacredness. So there's, there's both. So tapping into the one you want to tap into, whether you're walking the inverted path or you're walking the organic path. Makes a lot of sense. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it feels like, you know, anything that we're hit with, we have a decision in that moment to make. Are we going to submit to tyranny, complacency, obedience, or are we going to rescue our treasures and amplify those treasures that these challenges are pushing us to, you know, reclaim. I mean, I, I I feel very disturbed about what we're all going through. Uh, It's not nothing or anything that I haven't known about, but in the face of it, we have a choice. And this is, Maybe the, the small little piece of free will that we still have, that our perceptions and our reactions, we have control over. If you really understood timelines, then you would understand that every choice you're making 
you're creating timelines. So value, honor yourself in the greatest power that you are because you're the timeline birther. Every choice that you make has to be the most best, organic, benevolent choice that you're making. doesn't matter whether it's little or big. Make them the best within your heart. And that's how you keep yourself on the path and you keep releasing yourself out of the inverted, the two-third world split. But, you know, that's what we're here to do. Beautiful souls like us, you know, the listeners of these people who are standing up, we're here to continue to hold that love light. You know, I once had an aura regression where Mother Mary um, was um, basically had to watch her her child, her son, Yeshua Jesus, the most beautiful soul, um, you know, become crucified. She went through the whole process of it, his crucifixion. And it touched my heart because what she said is that, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, putting nails in him, hanging him on the cross. And she said, oh, my God. That is what he was here to do. He was teach us no matter what to the very end, he held his love light. He held his light. And she said, that is key. We don't realize how powerful our love light is till the very end, his last breath. He held that love light, no matter what violence and what they did to him, he held it. So we must remember to hold it in that manner as well, no matter what. We are the Yeshua's now. It, well, it's very metaphorical to the death of the programmings and the ego attachments to what we think is reality and going through that death, rebirth cycle, transformation cycle, alchemical cycle. Um, to me, I mean, it, it is an initiation that none of us can escape. But when we are not willing to go through the initiation and we give it over to somebody else to define it for us. You know, we, we, we kind of step out of alignment with a great opportunity. It's, it's a distraction to me. It's like, yeah. is, is that kind of, you know, what you're saying? Cause that's kind of what I'm feeling about, you know, all this kind of stuff here right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Justin? Well, it's just, yeah, I'm really, like, it's been really a great evening. I mean, just, um, I mean, I really think that that last point you made is really important. I think it just takes so much inner strength to obviously get to that place where you can hold that light and be that light. And the challenges are naturally going to come to, you know, distort that light, pervert that light, uh, just destroy the light, whatever it might be. And I think we're in that, that's the moment we're in now. Um in a way in which I don't think we've ever, we'll ever experience again, or obviously had ever experienced before. So it's just so it's so pertinent what you were saying. Um, I was just trying to reflect on that. Like I just don't think if you would have said to any of us, no matter what our knowledge was, like a few years ago, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is what you will feel, and and you know, this is you're you're going to grow so much and so much is going to happen to you. I don't think anybody would have been able to really take it in. And now here we are, you know? So what are your thoughts about that? What he just said? All right. Exactly. It's uh beautifully, beautiful the way he said it. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> we can't know often we, um, you know, get frustrated with our guides and our angels and our higher self. It's like, you want something to come forth, 
But it, a lot of people want a twin flame union, want a twin flame union. And um, for example, they can't, you can't know to that very moment because if they tell you, say, a week from now, you will distort that reality. Mm-hmm. And you will probably shift and you won't meet them a week from now. You yeah. cannot know to that instance. So it's a lot exactly. of... Yeah, there's so much guidance if we just tap into it. We all have legions of legions around us. It's so true. I mean, and I just, I think we've been witnessing it. And, um, how many, how many people, people are changing so much right now, you know? And it's almost like they're just, like you said, it's like, it's only till that moment yeah. happens that it really takes hold. And so it's, it's an extraordinary time, you know? That it is. And that's why it's like the great awakening. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just because we're not going through just an ascension, we're going through an ascending consciousness. Okay. So our consciousness is constantly ascending every delayering, every knowledge, every time we stand up for sovereignty, every time we see the truth in the inversions we see beyond the mass, every time our consciousness shifts and shifts in leveling up. Right. And we're going through an ascending consciousness until and we then, get to the actual that, that actually is happening because of what's happening with the sun, correct? So that's why it feels as if because the light shifted and we're out of that 26,000 year cycle, that's why it feels like everything is on this warp speed of, of I don't want to say ascension, but yes. uh, essentially that, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, because the source love light is uh, piercing through our souls, our earth. And um, what's not a matching vibration will unravel. But this is a true ascension that you guys are talking about because it's willing to be self-aware enough to look at the patternings, whether they're ancestral, societal, or wherever it comes from. That willingness to look at the wounds that come from submitting to some of those indoctrination programs to unwind it and to have a breakthrough about it i feel are some of the greater conversations that we could be having because mm-hmm. you know when one person does it in their own world because we all have our own unique experiences with our own traumas or ancestors and we add to this you know greater picture and this is why i love aurora and you know she's going to bring us back to this a whole other level of it all is like and she's like that too and like on such a profound level i mean you're like inexhaustible with like all the readings you give and all that you do and i just want you to know uh mm-hmm. aurora rising phoenix aurora how <laughs> loved and appreciated you are this um video today was extremely important for the collective because of you know i'm because of what was shared because what's going on now is that you understand you understand so once you understand then you can counter it with the organic you can you really understand you know it's like like you have a thorn stuck in you you can't figure out the thorn you can't find it you can't get it out but now you understand what the thorn is this is this inverted plan that they're trying to roll out and um now you know why you know you go to a family gathering and everybody is hating you because you're the only one that doesn't have vaccine because they're controlled they become those soldiers and they're not organic anymore so really just going into our hearts 
yes, we're humans, but uh, only allowing the most organic and the most loving frequencies around us constantly, because when we have people like that around us, they're going to continue to pull us down. And the reason why we're stuck in these inverted, inverted cycle is because we, the families that chose the Archon virus, the ones that we've been stuck every single life, they decided in whatever cycle they decided that they were going to become this Archon infested entity. Then they they murdered you in the next life, they burned you to death in the next life. They, you know, raped you. These same exact people, you are stuck in the same exact simulation over and over with the same exact people that have harmed you. So that's why it's important to release these people so that you can no longer be part of that inverted simulation of them that they're trying to play over and over. That makes sense. Wow, that's so beautifully put. What are your thoughts, Justin? You were saying something. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I just hope, I hope this time we're in right now is that, you know, I hope some of that does begin, you know, I'm really hoping that that's part of it. Cause we, we've never been said, we've been brainwashed our whole lives, but it's never been like this level of escalated brainwashing warfare, at least that I can remember. So. Yeah. Well, we want a disclosure. This, this is what the disclosure looks like. Right. Exactly. It's messy. Exactly. Very messy. Yeah. Well, and believe it or not, we're actually... Well, the collective is actually going as gentle as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, very true. You know, uh, so if people are interested, please take a look at your book. And uh, definitely yes. something I'm going to be buying and reading. Um, it sounds like it was really a culmination of a huge journey. So that that's, I feel like that we learned, everybody was really responding to what you were saying. We learned so much from you tonight. It's, Thank I'm really you. grateful, really grateful for that. And thanks for being here. You know? Thank you. An incredible book. Mm-hmm. And everything she's put out is absolutely amazing. There is an abundance of videos on YouTube, over 350 videos that we've put out. Worked very hard at that. And then, yes, of course, the book and everything we do, we do it with the greatest, greatest love, honor, and respect for all that we're creating. And um, yes, it is an honor. It, it, it truly has been an honor to be here in this conscious vitality, sharing this, you know, very um, heart soul activating awareness for us, so that we could not feel as disempowered, not feel as as victimized, um, so that we could understand, you know, the, the truth behind what what is really there that is has been programming us, right, and. Um, so that we can become those true light warriors that we are, and we can we can resist. We could be the opposite, you know, the opposition, the yeah. the true missions that we're meant to be here. Because now we know the truth, and you can't, you know, trick us anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Time for us to be organic, and let's let's start removing ourselves from our those inverted matrix spots. I look forward to creating more of this, and I love you guys. And we love, love you. you too. Love you. I love you both. Honor you. Thank you. And respect you. Thank you to everyone here and everyone um, in chat and who was part of this of, you know, um, supporting Laura because she does so much for uh, humanity, the collective. Absolutely. Beautiful. Love you guys. Have Thank a good you. night. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Good night. love and truth to me is an inevitable victory 